0: Sorry, right, just waiting for that. Okay, my phone is going, my computer is going, and I'm going. Again, here we have Miss Rush today talking to you about another concept of the classic femininity. And we go, we're going to slowly go into the different layers of different femininity. So as you um, see us go pod, from podcast to podcast, um, you'll see the multifacetedness of just what it means to be feminine. So it's not all just aprons and polka dot dresses and high heels. There's more to it, and I'm glad and thankful that you are with me on this journey to kind of explore a bit more of it. Without further ado, let us continue to see. Again, I have my notes here, so I apologize for being really bad at looking at them when I should be paying attention to you, my audience, but, um, i got some other stuff coming up in the works that is slightly unrelated, but I'm excited about. Um, I won't mention it yet, but, um, yeah, just forgive me, please, for continuing to conduct my podcast as is. Anyways, I want to start off by telling you guys about a dream that I had. And basically, I I thought that, you know, you have one of those falling dreams where it's pitch black and you're just falling asleep. And for some people, you hit the ground and you wake up out of, like, nowhere. And you're just like, oh my goodness. Well, I had one of those dreams and I did something a little different. Um, I said, I kind of was tired of falling, I guess, I don't know if it was just pure inspiration, but I was tired of falling in that d- darkness in the dream, and I just said, you know what, I can either scream, or I can just enjoy so I told myself I was going to enjoy it, and I kept falling in that dream, but I had a shift in perspective, which uh, enabled me to essentially just fall happily, and that was, when I woke up, that was so profound for me that I can choose to not be afraid of that falling experience, um... And I titled this um, podcast here, The Beautiful Darkness. So, there's so many scary and awful and truthful things about the darkness that nobody likes. And that does, unfortunately, fall into the category of femininity. Um, and that doesn't necessarily make it bad. There's there's also positives to it. So, that's why I entitled it The Beautiful Darkness. Because so... Often our culture has really shunned that shadow side of our aspect. It's so overly masculinized that we just think darkness means evil and bad. And to some extent, okay, I'll use those words and say yes. But you have to think deeper than that and look deeper than that and be willing to change your perspective. And see, again, the multifacetedness of what femininity is. It's not just being happy all the time. And we're running around trying to please men. By the way, not a feminist by my definition. <laughs> I just like to throw that out there. I prefer just being, you mm, for you guys, Miss Rush. <laughs> um, so yes, I listed a couple of things that you can do to either simulate darkness or have darkness already be around you. For one, you can close your eyes. That's probably the easiest and most immediate that we can do. Another one is having the lights go off or the lights, God forbid, go out in, let's say, a storm or something like that. And the last one that I have that we can't personally manufacture is having nighttime, Having the moon show up and the sun go away to the other side of the world and just kind of give some time to literally reflect. Anyways. Um, I wanted to t- save those three cases because um, as I get ready to go through the different points here that I have, I want you to kind of keep in mind how can I... Assimilate darkness with this situation. Sometimes I like to close my eyes. And that's how I best understand stuff. Um, when I can't. When it's bright outside. And I obviously had no other way. And I closed all the blinds in my room. And I turn all the lights off. Or I go into a dark room. Perhaps it's your bathroom. Whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah. Just stimul Stimulating. That's the word. Excuse me. <laughs> Simulating darkness um, is just as important once you start to really get into the body awareness of it. But I'll move on because I don't want to go too deep into it. Anyways, um, point number one is that women are made for pain and transformation, such as giving birth. This is a very dark time for women and um, we have these also not just in our in birth, because not every woman chooses to give birth or is able to give birth, but even through your menstrual cycle, um, there's one part, if you can think of your cycle like the four seasons, um, that winter period for you, whatever that may look like or be like, that is um, amongst the pain and transformation probably when you're on your cycle and it's just so unbearable. Your womb is kind of flushing out all of that old energy. Um, that's how I've been. How I was told, and I kind of like that idea, uh, that imagery. So um, we are made for pain and transformation, but that doesn't always have to be a bad thing. You go through pain and transformation to birth a child. That child isn't bad. That's one of the gifts of the, of life itself is that we're able to do that. So can it really be all that bad? Or you're birthing, let's say, a business plan. You are birthing a new painting. You are bir- whatever it is you're birthing, bringing forth. You have to go through some pain and transformation for it to do so. Sometimes it's just as simple as the pain transformation of giving yourself a new makeover and showing your to the world that you're not going to let your, uh, your mental health illness put you down. For example, um, that's my story personally. Okay. Um, next, I have that we are made. For the thrill of the uncertainty. And I wrote, think partner dancing. So, I hated partner dancing. Um, Still, I, I wouldn't say that I hate it now. But I would say that I do dislike some of the partners that I've been given. Because they like to put the blame on me or tell me how I could improve. Sometimes, instead of saying, this is how you can improve. They say more like, oh, this is what you did wrong, by the way. Blah, 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 blah. Um... Yeah, it's not my... We're we're in this together. I'm not sitting here criticizing you. Okay, that's... That's personal. <laughs> but we are made for the thrill of the uncertainty. When you are in a dance between a man and a woman, if you're a good follow, you don't have to think very much. You just kind of follow. And that's where I say you close your eyes for a moment. And it's kind of like walking around like a blind person. Um, but a blind person who can dance. <laughs> um... So, we're always able to kind of look life in the face and say, I have no idea what's coming, but I'm right here. Like, come at me, bro. <laughs> Not very feminine to say that, but you know what I mean. Um, okay. I don't. I can't think of any more uncertainties. Yeah. Just take the day as it comes. Carpe diem. Seize the day. So, that's what that means. Um, another thing that we are made for... And I find this interesting because I didn't realize this was a an aspect of classic femininity because it doesn't seem like it would be after what we've kind of been taught and stuff in culture. But at the same time, it is when you really think about it. For example, uh, what I wrote for point number three is being emotional and a trickster. And I put in parentheses evil, right? They are our game and our birthright. So we should be emotional But only up to a certain point. I think almost like theatrically emotional. So we should be thinking about how we look and come across to people. But at the same time, you know, we get bored. We can play the game a little bit. And we can just kind of... Sorry guys, I um, was checking to see who was here, if anyone was home. But anyways... Uh yeah, it's our birthday. I, like, back in the old days when women didn't really have to work, and they just sat around drinking tea and gossiping about people, of course you got, you'd got know that you had a few women in there who were just like, just wanting to stir the pot, as the, as the saying goes. And so, I mean, when you're really just sitting around doing a lot of nothing, it it really does get to you. Like right now, again, um, going back to the fact that we're all in quarantine right now, um... We are kind of forced almost to really look at ourselves and self-reflect and gossip almost about ourselves, to ourselves, if that makes sense. Basically, we're in our heads too much um, because we have nothing else to do all day. So we just kind of conglomerate and come together to talk about people. Um, So this is a very feminine trait because if we weren't in our feminine, we'd probably be doing some more working. And this goes for guys, too, guys who are... Waiting at home during the quarantine, there and they're in their feminine to a certain extent. Um, we would rather be working and doing stuff. That's how you know that we're in the feminine, or excuse me, in the masculine. It's when that happens. Um, so it's, again, it's not bad. It's just different. Okay, I personally don't like some of it, but yeah. Okay, um, this is where we slowly start to get into the juicier stuff. So, occult means hidden. Okutare. In Spanish means to hide. Which comes from Latin. Which is probably still ocultare. But I only know the Spanish version. It means to hide. It does not mean it's bad per se. It means uh, it can be dark. And it could be evil knowledge. And this stems from women and femininity. And if you really want to get into it. You can look along race lines. But I don't want to start nothing. It's my femininity coming out. Um, but I'll use it anyways. You know how... Um, Black women will, for the longest time, they never told anybody how their hair was, how they got their hairstyles and how they would change them rapidly. I remember this growing up um, when I used to live in Memphis. I've never had anything special done to my hair. Um, I want to say it was a week. I still to this day don't know, I'm going to be honest. But I saw on The reel a lady pulled up her wig and showed, or her tracks? Her... You know, I sound real ignorant because I am. (laughs) The point is, uh, that was a a, a beauty secret hidden um, so well that I still am in amazement and confusion. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Yeah, occultic knowledge. Um, I don't want to get into it too far, but that's just a little bit of something to kind of mess with you guys. Um, figure some of your own stuff out this, I'm, the reason I'm saying this too is also I'm going to talk a little bit about some of that type of knowledge in the next one not very deeply but we can have a discussion about it for those who meet me in person and we talk about it So, let's see last one fifth one without darkness there is no sleep or rest and without rest that leaves only death and burnout Which means you're overly masculine. You're into your masculine too far. And when you get that far in depth. You know some people say I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well some people literally die. And that's their final resting place. That's how they sleep finally. So those are my five pointers. The beautiful darkness. I'm going to kind of wean because I do want to extend this message out a little bit. Um, darkness is terrifying, but darkness is beautiful if you know how to wield it. Um, I struggle with mental illness, and in my mental illness, I went to some very dark places. And in doing so, that's where I found the real beauty of it. Um, excuse me, it was almost as if in the darkness I could see a bright blue glow, glowing light. And I, I was the blue and glowing light. I won't go into, it, but the the imagery is what's important. It's like I'm dreaming when I'm awake. Um, also, when you just kind of turn the lights off and you do a dance, for example, you have no idea. Even if it's just by yourself, I literally will turn off everything. I will close every blind that I have, and I will just dance by myself. I just, I just. Um, burn some incense, so that that's one thing I'll do. Um, the darkness really, if you let it be, can be a place of freedom. And I'm going on a tangent here that's a little bit too far, so you know what, I love you guys and I don't want to put you through that much torture. Um, I'll just kind of shut it off for now and talk to you later. See ya!